there we find the legend of pigeon man he takes him gets him healthy and then we go from there so boys i would love to know your thoughts about this episode oh oh man uh no pressure i often like i i remember seeing this as a kid but the cool part about revisiting these episodes is those oh yeah moments Mm -hmm. and as an adult i kind of felt like the pigeon man at times like misunderstood um often i smell like a bird um and i hang out on rooftops while children tell stories yeah and get their shit everywhere (laughs) um it was it was a joy to kind of revisit this episode what about you ty for me watching the episode was one experience and Mm -hmm. then going behind the scenes and learning about some stuff oh man so I don't know if you knew this, but Chester the Pigeon was voiced by Craig Bartlett, the creator. And and not only that, but Pigeon Man was uh, basically designed by and was even like a character of the voice actor, uh, what was his name? Vincent Schiavelli. And so if you look at him, he's got like that super sad looking face. And and there's another fun fact I want to share afterwards. There was some creepypasta around this episode that I'll share as we get towards the end. Basically, some like uh, conspiracy theories. Oh, uh, oh, I know it. I know exactly what you're talking about. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So, as a kid, I always wanted to have a five o'clock shadow like that. Like, I don't understand <laughs> how it was like a very Simpsons esque five o'clock shadow, right? Uh, I was very envious of it, and I still can't do it. I, it's like a six o'clock shadow now. Like, I just <laughs> skip right past it. So jealous for anyone who can pull that off. Good for you, Pigeon Man. <laughs> hey guys, it's your host Julian. This week, I sit down with the hosts of one of my favorite new podcasts. Whiskey Lodian, a drunk rewatch podcast where hosts Ty and Sean deep dive into our favorite Nickelodeon shows while pairing a signature cocktail for each episode. I for sure had an absolute blast with this one. Follow us as we get into the weeds and chat Pigeon Man on this episode and Arnold's Christmas on their show. Sit back, relax, and enjoy us as we bro it up and chit chat about Nickelodeon's greatest show, Hey Arnold. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to What's in My Head podcast. I'm your host, Julian. And today I'm joined by the hosts of Whiskey Lodian, Mr. Sean, Mr. Ty. Sean, Ty, how are you? What's up, dude? Hey, hey. So for a little bit of context, ladies and gentlemen here, uh, they host this amazing show called Whiskey Lodian, where they get absolutely hammered and watch cartoons that we all love growing up on Nickelodeon. How I found these guys was uh, just scrolling through, just looking for something to listen to on old Spotify or Apple Music, one of those two. And they had a psychologist break down the Helga on the couch episode. And I was hooked after this. When I say these guys get loaded, they have a signature whiskey drink for every episode. They pair it like a sommelier. That might be the first time I've said that word here on this podcast. (laughs) You're welcome. Um, But uh, they pair it with an episode and then they just dive deep into the episode. So, boys, I want to know, man, how did you guys come up with Whiskey Lodian? Oh, Ty, you want to take this one? Let's do it. Yeah. So Whiskey Lodian started as a hangout, in which case we were going over watching Nickelodeon and then making whiskey cocktails, having just different whiskey bottles. And it was just a, a way for us to hang out. Mm-hmm. I think that the first time we were watching uh, Rugrats, all that good burger. Uh, and then we've done it a few more times. And and so when in pajamas, that pajamas, was. A yeah, we also were pajamas. Big rule. It was amazing. <laughs> uh, and so. I had approached Sean about doing a podcast and the original idea was to do like a drunk history meets um, how does this get made with opera. Mm-hmm. So we would basically be drunk trying to describe yeah. what we're watching in opera. Cause we have no idea what they're actually saying. We still don't. 
It's still dumb. <laughs> to be fair. <laughs> and, and we're like, oh, that's too niche. And, and so Sean was like, you know, why don't we just do Whiskey Lodeon? We already done it as a party. Let's just bring the party to everyone else. Let's just put microphones in front of our faces while we do it. Yes. <laughs> and that's, well, that's what inspired it. It's it, like I said, man, I've, I've loved, I was so bummed when you guys took a break uh, for season one to season two. Like I get it. I understand why I was so bummed because being in the kitchen, I don't know if you guys, if you guys want to know what it's like to be in a kitchen, not you guys in particular, but you guys out there that are listening to watching this, you guys want to know how depressing it is being in a kitchen. Just look up a show called the bear on Hulu. It's a phenomenal show. So good. And you understand just like why people, why there's a back of the house and why there's a separation from the front of the house, because you've got people that just aren't, we want to please as many people as we possibly can. But at the end of the day, we're just not very good at talking or conversing uh, with the front of the house and making them want to come back. It's usually a lot of fuck offs, get out of my face, you know, just shit like that, man. So listening to you guys over the last couple months has been like a real bright spot. I, I, I love the chemistry you guys have together because I hear so many shows that'll have multiple you know, hosts on. And everybody's talking over each other or everybody's trying to get their shit in wrestling term. If you guys are wrestling fans, um, you know, so it's very hard to find or listen to a show that has a co or not even a co-host, excuse me, because you guys are, you know, both banging this out uh, together. But just seeing the chemistry and the ebbs and flows that you guys have is just phenomenal, man. So I really enjoy that. Um, so ladies and gentlemen, we're going to, I don't want to say hijack in a sense that they're taking over this show, but we're doing a little bit of their format because I find it so fun. So we picked two episodes uh, from my favorite show uh, on Nickelodeon was Hey Arnold. Uh, if it wouldn't be for Hey Arnold, um, I, I liked Rocket Power. I liked Rocket Power. I loved all that. You know, there was some shows that Rugrats was great. I loved Nickelodeon, but I didn't love it as much as Cartoon Network. I'm going to be real honest with you guys. I mean, I got plushy plank sitting in the background from Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Almost my entire catalog for the first year was AKA Studios, which did the Ed, Ed, and Eddie show. Um, so if it makes you feel any better, we do plan on doing a companion podcast called uh, Cocktail Network. Oh, man. Mm. You know how many dick pics you guys are going to get sent to you <laughs> for Cocktail? We can only hope. <laughs> a guy can dream. <laughs> So what email address do you want the dick pic sent? I I don't even want to put that out there because I feel bad for kind of putting that energy. You guys um, I think it's Ty Longworth 69 42069 <laughs> nice Ooh. at wienerpick.com. <laughs> dick pic right. in there. Um, but that's going to be really cool, man. I'm looking forward to that companion piece. I, I think that's, like I said, I think you guys are onto something with this because a lot of people are depressed as it is so like let's why why not escape right why not drink why not smoke a little weed uh and enjoy the stuff i love you guys' intro too man when you guys were little dudes man so it's just this is such a cool concept and like i said uh, we took two arnold episodes so you guys will listen to this one and then you guys will go over to whiskalodeon uh, now are you guys on video for this season or are you guys just audio for the season just audio for this season Oh man, I can't wait till you guys get up on video. It's, it's just going to be squirrely eyes the whole time. We're, uh, <laughs> you know how many people are going to love it? <laughs> yeah. We won't be able to see them, but yes. <laughs> so we picked two episodes, man. So the one that meant the most to me, um, and I, I, they both mean a real lot to me. Uh, as you get older, they kind of have different meanings. And Arnold's Christmas is the one you guys are going to be covering. But the one that I'm going to be covering, or will we be covering on this show, is uh, Pigeon Man. And the reason I picked this one, I, I've told this story to an extent, but I don't think it's out there. Um, so just to give a little context before we dive into this uh, episode review. Um, 
I see this episode 96. So I'm seven years old, give or take. And oh, speaking of, you guys have the signature cocktail. We got to mention that one too. So what, Ty, what is the signature cocktail for this one? So because we're covering Hey Arnold, we have decided to uh, go the route of Miriam Pataki. Thank you, and Miriam. And we have a, uh, a peach blueberry boozy smoothie. Ooh. Mm. Yeah. Man. Blueberries so we- in season for the next couple of weeks too, ladies and gentlemen. So. Yeah, so we got peaches, right. blueberries, we got some lemon juice, we got some mint, uh, and then we are using Henry McKenna sour mash bourbon uh, as far as the boozy part. Man, it's it's definitely in there. It's, <laughs> it's 100% in there. <laughs> we were making it, and I was like, all right, cool, I've got the smoothie consistency I need, and then I poured in the whiskey, and by the time I mix it in, it was like suddenly not as smoothie. I was like, oh, no, I, I put too much. And just to be on the safe side, we have our side piece as well that, yes. uh, you know, evens things out. Yeah. So we have, we have, what is this, Old Forester 10 year? Yeah. Yeah. Sounds about right. All right. It is delicious. Beautiful. So we got that one out there. And do you guys post the recipes on any of your sites if people want to make it ahead of time? We will. So this season, we're going to be posting on Instagram, mm-hmm. in which case we'll have a picture, we'll have the recipe. And and maybe if I can make something happen with an editor, we'll make a video out of it. Ooh, even better, man. Uh, so keep your eyes peeled, ladies and gentlemen, for that one. So the episode we're going to be covering from my side is Pigeon Man. And like I said, for the companion piece, the second piece, the standalone piece for Arnold's Christmas. Jesus Christ, I'm not drinking. I'm starting to slur. Um, the weed hasn't kicked in yet. It's so. secondhand drinking through yeah. the the videos <laughs> it's the fumes for sure uh make sure you guys go over to their feed and all those links will be in here so you can click them and go straight to their page make sure you follow and subscribe uh so you never miss an episode or you never miss a post from these guys um pigeon man right so a little bit of context i see this episode seven eight years old right mm-hmm. my sister gets involved with the guy they they're still married um he's an all right guy uh but uh i'm over at his house right and he, he used to live with his mom this is a couple years after high school and shit and uh, I see a pigeon, right, sitting on the driveway, sidewalk, whatever you want to call it. He looked really weird, man. He was dragging his wing. And I was like, huh, something wrong with that bird, right? So I say, I look at my sister, Shelly. I'm like, Shelly, there's something wrong with that bird. What's, what's going on? She's like, well, go catch it. She just didn't think I was going to catch it. So I just walked up to the bird. He looked at me like pigeons look at you. And then I pick him up. I'm like, oh, fuck, dude, I got this bird in my hand, right? And then he had a little... Uh, what is it called? Like a little piece of paper, right? Just in case, case if he gets lost, had it on there, call him, right? The guy's like, dude, I've been looking for this bird for weeks. He was like, where are you? And I'm like, oh, here. And he's like, I'm five minutes away. Please hold on to the bird. No problem. Comes over. And then my mom's here picking me up. Cause I'd spent the weekend with my sister. And he was like, dude, I've been looking for these birds. Come to find out this guy races these birds. Like they would have some kind of like race, I guess, in Orlando, Florida. That's where I'm at. Um, where Nickelodeon died. So, oh, the old Pigeon 500. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> just south of Daytona Beach. Right um, in there. Yeah. <laughs> I was just in Charlotte a couple of weeks ago and I, I saw the NASCAR. Uh, uh, what was it called? The NASCAR. I didn't go because the Hall of Fame. Yeah. We were yeah. right across the street. My wife had a retail convention we had to go to. So I was on Baby Patrol. So I just. Wait, 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 wait. You were in Charlotte, North Carolina. Yeah. I didn't our come. backyard. Yes. And you didn't say, hey. No, I was only there for like a day and a half, two days. So it was a very quick turnaround. I was on baby duty. I wanted to, but I was just like, man. I got a baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, honey, I want to do a play day. I want to make sure this one-year-old can get interaction with the four-year-old. Yeah. 
that's how you do it. It's like, hey, honey, I, I know you want him, my child, out of your hair. I'm going to take him to a pizza party with Ooh. booze. And I didn't tell her about the booze. But I'll bring my dog. Yeah. I'll bring mine, too. I got this. Not the one that shit all over the place. Ladies and gentlemen, there's some context to that story, too. <laughs> uh, shit all over the place but uh i won't bring him i'll bring the good one uh but yeah we were up there was a quick turnaround man i was gonna text i literally had you guys i was gonna i was gonna message you on instagram I'm like man i don't know i don't want to bother i don't want to seem weird because a lot of people get weird with that type of shit uh they're like uh yeah man we only talk through instagram we only talk through facebook there's been a few people that have been in my neck of the woods i'm like like hey we should meet up they're like yeah yeah cool 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 and then they ghost me for six weeks and then it's just really really weird so i'm like ah Next we time only, we only ghost for like four to five weeks. We okay. uh we want to keep <laughs> you on your toe beans, you know. Yeah, <laughs> big, big turn, yeah. big turn. We're reasonable with our ghosting. Yeah. Uh well, we're gonna be in Charlotte again here. I I want to come back because that's a place I can live. I fucking I've never been to Charlotte before. I've driven all the way through South Carolina, I've been across this country, across this world. Charlotte is a place that I could put down roots. It's a fucking beautiful city. Um and the homeless people weren't super aggressive. I only saw one pile of we're talking about shit. So I only saw one pile of homeless man shit. Um oh. And I saw a street music, um, not a musician. Jesus Christ, I'm starting to slur. Jesus fuck. He's a magician or musician? A magician. Street street magic. Mm. Yes, I saw my first street magician, and uh, he was dope as shit. Uh, I was trying to follow him around to see how he he, was doing the tricks. I was like, dude, here's 10 bucks. I want to see you do the trick. And he's like, nah, man, I only do it once. And I was like, fucking liar. So I followed him (laughs) around, followed him around, and then I saw him do it again. I was like, oh, man, I almost caught it. And then he he saw me over the shoulder so he wouldn't do that trick again. I'm like, I'm going to get this motherfucker. I never saw him again. So like I said, it was a quick turnaround, but he was a real magician. Clearly he disappeared. (laughs) Dude, it was, it it wasn't too, too hot either, but he was in like uh, you remember run DMC and they had the track suits. We had a blue. Yeah. Dude, and it was zipped all the way down. It followed the route to his dick. So it was just an arrow pointing down, man. He just burly chest and shit. Like he was a skinny guy, but he had hair all over the place, walking around, no draws on, and then just oh man, it was great. Smoking a black and mild. So he's just oh yeah, one of the kids. It was great, man. If you Um, started with that part of the story, I would have been like, Were you in Charlotte? So, yes, but uh, to get back on track, man. So I call this guy and then uh, he was like, I would love to give you a pigeon. Thank you so much. This is one of my favorite birds. Uh, found out he had a whole bunch of them. And I looked at my mom and she's like, absolutely fucking not. We're not getting the pigeon. I'm like, dude, come on. I've always wanted a pigeon. I love these fucking birds. I don't know what it is like pigeons and pelicans, man. I fucking love I love looking at them. So a couple years later. I get a little bit older. I start having a little bit more responsibilities. And then my mom takes me to a bird shop. It wasn't a pigeon bird shop because those don't exist. And if they do, you got to watch those people. Um, but she's like, you could pick any bird here. And they had cockatiels, right? Hand fed okay. from, from a little baby, from a little egg. You know, you hold them. And then I heard him before I saw him, right? And I hear, <laughs> and he was literally upside down like a bat swinging back and forth on the perch. And I was like, I want that one. I don't give a shit what it is. I want that one. That's different. So we took him home. I named him Nacho. Cause I was a fat kid, still a fat kid. And I love food. So he had these rosy yellow cheeks. So I was like, Nacho, that's a great it's bird. For life. Yeah. Yes. Right. So I have this bird because of pigeon man. And another funny story about this bird is I listened to Ed, Ed and Eddie every morning when I was getting ready for school. So for an entire year, this bird was inundated. He was waterboarded with the theme song of Ed, Ed and Eddie for an entire school year. First day of summer comes around. Like I said, I would get up at 530 at six o'clock to get ready for school. This little asshole would whistle. 
every fucking morning for yes. summer. Every morning. Yes. Right. He could only do the whistling part and shit, but it was still pretty cool. I had him for a couple months, then my brother let him out uh, by accident. <clears throat> but there's a bird out there, ladies and gentlemen, if you find a cockatiel, about 20 years old, if he's still alive, uh, he will whistle the entire edit and any theme song. Um, but I don't get that bird. I don't have that story. I don't have that bird that whistles that song without seeing the episode Pigeon Man, right? I see Arnold take his bird, Chester, sick, takes him. Not only does Gerald absolutely crush it with the fucking storytelling, Sid sets him up perfectly, um, tells an amazing story about this guy that might just be a right crazy dude in a chicken suit that likes to hang out with birds. Who knows? Hook for or a beak for a nose. But he's got these thousands of pigeons in 10 minutes. We'll have to switch over. I have to send you the part two. Um, and there we find the legend of Pigeon Man. He takes them. Get some healthy. Do you like Nickelodeon? Do you like whiskey or whiskey cocktails? Then you should hang out with us. I'm Ty. I'm Sean. And we run Whiskey Lodeon, the podcast. Ty, what is this podcast about? It's where we drink whiskey or whiskey cocktails while rewatching the old school Nickelodeon shows we loved growing up. And let's be honest, we go on a lot of tangents. So many tangents. Are we on a tangent right now? Yeah, I think so. Oh my gosh. Well, we got to get back. We are covering Rugrats. Hey, Arnold, are you afraid of the dark? All the golden greats of Nickelodeon. And these shows give us so much joy. And we want to bring you that same joy so find us wherever you get your podcast at whiskey Lodi. and i gotta cut you off right now because we honestly cannot afford any more ad space and it really just kind of has to end right and then we go from there so boys i would love to know your thoughts about this episode oh oh man uh no pressure i often like i i remember seeing this as a kid but the cool part about revisiting these episodes is those oh yeah moments Mm -hmm. and as an adult, I kind of felt like the pigeon man at times, like misunderstood. Um, often I smell like a bird um, and I hang out on rooftops while There's children shit. tell stories on the, yeah, and get their shit everywhere. <laughs> um, it was it was a joy to kind of revisit this episode. What about you, Ty? For me, watching the episode was one experience and mm-hmm. then going behind the scenes and learning about some stuff. Oh, man. So. I don't know if you knew this, but Chester the Pigeon was voiced by Craig Bartlett, the creator. And and not only that, but Pigeon Man was uh, basically designed by and was even like a character of the voice actor, uh, what was his name? Vincent Schiavelli. And so if you look at him, he's got like that super sad looking face. And and there's another fun fact I want to share afterwards. There was some creepypasta around this episode that I'll share as we get towards the end. Basically, some like uh, conspiracy theories. Oh, uh, oh, I know it. I know exactly what you're talking about. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So, as a kid, I always wanted to have a five o'clock shadow like that. Like, I don't understand <laughs> it how is. it was like a very Simpsons esque five o'clock shadow, right? Uh, I was very envious of it, and I still can't do it. I, it's like a six o'clock shadow now. Like, I just <laughs> skip right past it. So jealous for anyone who can pull that off. Good for you, Pigeon Man. <laughs> I believe if you just take steroids, not only will your testicles i hate that fucking word too nuts like i don't understand like i go in steroids or testicles both um yes <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes um you know you go you go to the doctor and you get a physical and then you know i had pulled i had pulled my groin or something like that 
and this is why this 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 show is called the What's in My Head podcast because there's no other than a couple things. <clears throat> God damn, getting all choked up here. Uh, other than a couple things that I've written down from this episode, my thoughts and everything like that. I really don't know where it's going to go. There's no script. There's no nothing. Even though I'm looking at some shit, I'm going to read off here in a little bit. There's no real script. Um, but you go into a doctor and I pull my groin. I'm like, oh man, I might have a hernia. They're like, well, where does it hurt? I was like, right by my nuts. And he's like, well, you mean testicles, right? I'm like, I'm not nine years old. No, I mean nuts. And they're like, well, that's kind of a rude term. I'm like. Dude, I've seen I've seen these these things at ERs where sex sent me to the ER where somebody took a champagne bottle and shoved it up their ass and it blew up. You mean to tell me you're not going to sit up here and say, hey, he got a champagne up his ass. You're going to say the technical terms. He was like, well, I mean, I might. I'm like, what the fuck you don't. Lie it was me. a Prosecco up the anus. All right. <laughs> it's only anus if it's in the Prosecco region of France. Yes, yes, yes. That's true. That's <laughs> that's that, that blows my mind because that's like, hey. Like nuts is like the N word for for balls. It's like no, it's not. You know why? Because you said fucking nuts. <laughs> oh man, Jesus Christ, man! But anyways, who knew that when they come to see this episode, not only were we going to talk about a pigeon, a cockatiel, two dudes that like to get hammered and watch Nickelodeon, champagne bottles and asses, dick pics getting sent to Ty's email address. I mean, we're going all over. We're taking. <laughs> if there was a demographic. We hit every single one of them, boys. I mean, I think we could. Yeah. We can. If you're playing a, if you're playing bingo at home, you are winning right now. <laughs> you guys should do that because I hear so many people that they'll do, and we'll get back to Hannah in just a second. But they'll do like games since you guys alcohol is a big part of your your show. You guys should set up a bingo. So if Ty says this, or if Sean does this, or if something like that, something that you guys could repeatedly do. Like you hear all the time, like people writing me, it's like, man, you sure say this a lot, or you sure do this a lot, or you sure say this story a lot. Uh, see if you guys can do a drinking game. Every time Sean does this, every time Ty does this, you got to take a shot. Well, Julian. It's funny you should mention that because, Ty, what do we have? We have a bingo card. Dude, do I get a producer credit or is this beforehand? This was beforehand. We're still going to give you uh, producer, we'll credit. producer credit. Absolutely. Uh, but yeah. it's like if Ty sings an episode, there's a point. And, and, and so it's less about, hey, take a shot because <laughs> people would die. Um, <laughs> it, it's, it's more so it's like, if you would, let us know. Talk to us. We're lonely. And that, that's where it's at. But we do have a little bingo card for episodes and we got to figure out a way to kind of mix it up to where it's like, um, it's not just all the same card. Mm -hmm. So if it's like, when you download it, it just jumbles it up. That would make it perfect. But yeah, we have it. Oh, it's in the works, man. So I can't wait. I mean, I'll take it. Fuck. I would be on Pluto, especially (laughs) last couple strains I've gotten. It's the best planet of all of them. I mean, it depends if you ask Neil deGrasse Tyson, because it's not really a planet, then. He can go fuck himself. Oh. I love the guy. But I love you, Neil. Pluto will always but be But on a this subject, go fuck yourself. All the way to Pluto and back. Pluto. I got Pluto. See, Pluto. That's the whiskey talking. Like, <laughs> I, I know when it's kicking in now. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> if you go and you look at any of his tweets, that's the first thing. That's generally the first comment that anybody does for any of his posts. He doesn't even have to be talking about planets. He'd just be talking about a mathematical equation. He's like, fuck you for declassifying Pluto. And he was like, it was a mm. team. It wasn't just me. He was like, fuck you. You're you're <laughs> you're, you're the, you're the influential man. <laughs> How dare you, Neil? So. So getting back, getting back to, to Hey Arnold, man, there was a line in there that I absolutely picked out. Not only is Harold a dick for fucking up, spoiler, ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't seen this episode, uh, they fuck up Pigeon Man and no, no fault of their own. I love the silliness of a kid. He's like, you know what we should do? We should go put his bird seed from one bag into another bag. So it'll <laughs> fuck with his brain. So you, you think it's like, oh, man, this guy's really, really dumb. But that's. 
that's funny. That's that little, that little, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's a little gag they put in there. I thought that was really funny. Um, but there was a line in there that, that Pigeon Man had actually used, man. It was hard to trust people. There's good people out there. Or it's, it's I think Arnold used this one. Yeah, Arnold and Pigeon Man, excuse me. But he was like, it's hard to trust people. And Arnold was like, there's good people out there too. Uh, and there was a couple lines in here that I took out and then I wrote that I thought was, goes, this show goes so much deeper than just a kid's show, especially watching this almost 20 years later. I mean, this episode's almost 30 years old, right? So watching this, not only does it still hold up, but the message is in there that, that people are the real monsters. And then it's, it's stuff like a pigeon or a bird, something that doesn't have an ulterior motive. He's not trying to fuck you out of money. He's not trying to do something. He's not trying to hurt you. He's just being and doing what pigeons do, man. I thought there was something beautiful about that episode. I don't know if you guys got that, but I'd love to hear your opinion on that too. Hey, Arnold really knows how to dabble in the gray. Mm -hmm. Um, It's just not black and white. And I mean, you said it really well. I just think, it's, I mean, we've, we've watched multiple episodes at this point for the podcast and Hey Arnold, like just every time I watch, I'm like, how, like I, I was entertained as a kid and now I'm getting profound messages as yes. an adult and, uh, and still enjoying it. It's still entertaining. Of course, mm-hmm. um, this episode, I mean it, and we'll talk about the Christmas one in the next one, but like, whoo, little, little bit of tears happened. I'm not gonna lie to you. I, I'm going to go ahead and just preface this for those that are watching the video and you see me looking over, uh, I'm actually, I just realized that Sean. And so, like, when I'm looking at him, I'm, like, looking at him talk, and I'm, like, wait, they think I'm just looking off screen. No, no, he, he's right there. Uh, this this show had layers. So, mm-hmm. for me, going all the way back to the beginning, I mean, you had the pigeons, Lester, Fester, and Chester, and you're, like, oh, cool, he's sending messenger pigeons out to get a baseball game going. Mm-hmm. Like, this, like, he has a phone, but he'd rather send that. And so, uh, of course – People are all making fun of him. It's like, you don't use a telephone, but this was the nineties. Those phone calls were expensive. Mm-hmm. And then not to mention, he lived with so many people in that apartment. Yeah. There was no group chat. Yeah, There was no group chat, <laughs> but uh, when he's sitting there trying to figure out how to get his, his bird to the vet. And that's when someone mentions pigeon man. I think it was Sid. who was like, you just taking the pigeon man. And everyone's like, oh. <gasps> yeah. And, and Phoebe, innocent, innocent Phoebe. She's like, who's, who's the pigeon man. And, and that's when Cheryl was like, Sid, set me up. And, and they had this Love rehearsed. Yes. This had been done before from kid generation to kid generation. Mm-hmm. And, and they go in about how they don't know. This is after the fire of 69. This apartment building had just been sitting there. And nice. I originally thought that, hey, Arnold. <laughs> I originally thought that this was taking place in New York. So the fact that I was like, so you've had this burnt complex sitting there no 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 new york would have torn that shit down no 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 no. this takes place in washington i think it was like uh hillsborough washington i think is what it was uh but that made so much more sense to me but yeah oh what do you got you can't see it now fucking light god there we go yeah sean one ties your head he said the fire of 69 and he was like nice nice (laughs) but yeah so (laughs) So Arnold's Arnold's not afraid of of what he's heard. Like, I mean, he's Pitchman's depicted as either being an alien that was hatched from an egg and left by aliens, mm-hmm. or as a guy in a chicken suit, so deranged that he just wants to hang out with pigeons. But either way, people were terrified of him. So we're gonna talk conspiracy theories here in just a second. However, do you think that's where they got? Now, this is a completely different show. Do you think that's where family and we are back after a uh 
oversight on my part. Um, so do you think the chicken suit was led into Seth MacFarlane's chicken fight with Peter and Family Guy? You think he was sitting there watching Ooh. old Craig Bartlett show? You know, there might be something there to it because uh, to kind of go to another show, Rugrats, we just covered um, in season two, the first episode, we covered a barbecue story, mm-hmm. in which case Tommy gets that ball, that classic ball with a star on it. That's the same ball that they use in Toy Story and Pixar. Really? Mm-hmm. Really. So I would not be surprised if, if that was connected somehow. A lot of uh, a lot of breeding. I would say there's like these television shows were having sex with each other. Mm. A lot of cross pollinating. Yeah, cross pollinating. That's Come what I meant to say. <laughs> there was just semen, sticky. like that Whoa. sprinkler hose. Yeah. Just. Oh, I was getting ready to do the sound effects. I'm glad you beat me to it. I don't think it would go as fast because it's very, very thick and it's got some viscosity to it. You know what I mean? That's it a, does have viscosity, and that I didn't realize it. That might be one of my favorite words. Yeah, just because it's a lollygag. Well, uh, man, I hope they're having as much fun as I am because this is, I was looking oh, forward to this one for a couple of weeks, man. Um, oh, yes. Yeah. So let's go back to some of the other notes that I have had written down. I looked, I wish I had better hand, and I can tell you that. Um, but another one that I had, I had picked out, not only was this one written by Joe Purdy, it was directed by Jamie Mitchell, man. Joe Purdy. So I had, and I'm going to butcher his name on here. And unfortunately, I will never be able to release these episodes because that laptop that was on, I took them off of Google Drive, put them on my hard drive because I figured it was a safe place to have it. Um, my laptop ended up getting stolen. Um, mm. And uh, I lost my Joe Ancelabari. Ancelaba here. How bring, hey, Arnold, he helped bring Rugrats. He also. Yeah. Ancelaba here. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm going to just agree with you because I'm not going to try to pronounce it again because I would look dumber than I already do. So I had him on on two separate occasions. I was supposed to bring him back on. Him and Paul Germain are supposed to come back on. We're supposed to do a whole episode on recess. Um, it just sucks. Yes. He had put yes. some. It's a great show. He had just put some really cool information out there, and he was talking about how Joe Purdy was such a phenomenal writer. Right? He wrote this, and then what you were talking about, what you call it? Pasta what? Pasta theory? Uh- Creepy pasta. Creepy pasta. Do you know where the origin of that name came from? I don't. I was calling it a conspiracy theory. And then Sean was like, no, yeah. no, no, it's called creepy pasta. And I've heard of it, but I'm like, I like pasta. I don't want it to be creepy. It was like the early beginnings of the internet, um, like MySpace, like top eight, getting in those wars when you move someone around, like to number seven and seven, number six. Yeah, that's when creepy pasta, I think, started. <laughs> With your hair, man, you know what we should do? I'm a redheaded dude. I'm chunky, so I could be little Pete. You could be big Pete. We could do a... <laughs> I always wanted to be big Pete. This is a dream. Yeah. I had him yes. on too, and then that same episode was... Yeah, and I was way... Like, dude, I just came off like a 16-hour day. Just found out my wife was pregnant with our second kid. Um, and I was I looked at him like halfway through. I'm like, I look at him, I'm like, dude, I'm sorry this podcast sucks. And he's like, no, nah, man, you're doing all right. And he's like, no, no. This is dog shit. Like my brain is rattled. He was like, dude, you just found out you're going to be a dad again. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. stop giving me a reason to seem better than I am. <laughs> I was justifying like, my feelings. Yes. <laughs> I was like, I'm a piece of shit. I shouldn't have. I, I should have done better. He was you phenomenal. Could, you, we should send you our unreleased episodes and yeah. it would make you feel better. <laughs> well, I would I would love to send the ones that I have unreleased. I've only got three that are unreleased, I think three or four, um, but all of them were on that laptop that was stolen. Never leave your backpack unattended on college campus. Cunts, mm-hmm. I tell you, cunts. cunts. Um, 
but anyways, man, so there was this, like I said, Joe Purdy, Joe had said how great of a writer he was. And uh, it's just, you go back in almost every episode that I absolutely love. And there's not one Arnold episode that I love, but ranking them is very difficult. And ranking all of them, I found out like, oh shit, Joe Purdy's got like nine out of 10 as far as written episodes go in my rankings uh, for Hey Arnold. Um, so I want to give him a shout out. Phenomenal, phenomenal writer, man. But uh, one of the lines that stuck out to me the most, and I alluded to it a little bit earlier, but was when Hey Arnold and Pigeon Man are up, up on top of the roof and it's right after Harold and the gang came over and just destroyed fucking his home, his home, his bird's home. And he was like, uh, Harnel was like, man, the birds will come back. And then Pitchman says, of course they'll come back. They're birds. I trust them. I understand them. It's people I don't understand. Mm-hmm. Like that line, just that last part of that line is people I don't understand, man. Now more than ever, I can sit there and say, fuck, dude, I'm more Pigeon Man than anything, dude. I just don't understand people. I don't understand the way they think, you know, maybe your psychologist could break this down on a future episode. Um, just how people think, but it's, it's fucking like you were saying earlier, it's so fascinating how you can be entertained as such a little kid. And then you watch this 20 plus years later and you're fucking moved to damn, damn near tears, like breaking down. Like I understand pigeon, man. I believe, (laughs) you know, and then it's, I'm pretty sure the moment you're talking about with the creepy pasta was him ascending into the light, almost like Jesus Christ. Um, before we get there, you're bringing up the psychology. And so let's, let's bring it back to where this started. Mm -hmm. Uh, Arnold, of course, is so happy that he's got his pigeon and he's wanting to know more. He's wanting to connect with Pigeon Man. When out his name is Vincent, he's like, oh, stop. I mean, you can call me Pigeon Man, but my name is Vincent. Mm-hmm. And he went to the same school Arnold went to. Arnold has the same teacher that Vincent had. And you just kind of have this humanizing thing. And, and of course, Pigeon Man's like, look, I'd rather just be with pigeons. Mm-hmm. I know them. I trust them. They trust me. Like, people are awful. And he's like, but don't you miss, like, friends, don't you miss pizza? And he's like, oh, I do miss pizza. And so Arnold treats him, takes him to a pizza shop. And I love how he's like, you know, I love the mushroom, but the pineapple is So weird. glad you brought it up. <laughs> I, I legit paused the episode at that moment because there is something about, like, cartoon food that always makes me hungry. So I pause, I go to the pantry, I grab a shit ton of snacks. I'm like, okay, now we can, now we can resume mm-hmm. this episode. <laughs> but it's as... As he's taking Vincent out, Pigeon Man out to get pizza, that's when you have Harold, Stinky, and uh, Joey, I think it was his name. Yeah. I never remember his name. But anyways, they're jealous. So like, what does Arnold see in Pigeon Man? Like, he's, mm-hmm. he's mad that he's not getting attention. So that's why he's lashing out, is that he's like, this person is weird, and he shouldn't be getting this attention. I should. So we should mess with them. I should get even. Yeah. He's taking something away from me. Mm-hmm. And so that's when they go there. And originally, they just started with just like, we'll just mess things around. But then they fucked up. They oh, grabbed the bird yeah. feed. They got that bird feed, started throwing us around. And the pigeons are like, um, bitch, we hungry. <laughs> and they chase them. And they think they're coming for them for ruining the house. No, they just want that food. Yeah. And it just tears the whole thing down. So what was originally just like, oh, we just wanted to just do some light vandalism. It ended up being that terrorist <laughs> attack. And it started from jealousy. Mm-hmm. It started from feeling like I'm not getting the attention I deserve. This weird person that I don't understand is getting it. So I'm going to fuck with them. Oh, yeah. It 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 just goes to show you now there's a few scenes that I wanted to point out. And 
I'm so glad you brought it back to the humanizing point because I don't know where I've heard it. It's not mine. I, I know I've heard it somewhere else, but I drew the correlation when you were when you were talking about humanizing Pigeon Man to Arnold that they're not so different after all, right? So, like I said, I can't remember who said it, but like, we're if you want to take a Batman and a Joker in a sense, we're one bad day away from being a Joker. Right. Anybody can be a joker. Anybody can be. I mean, I don't know if you want your parents dead and you've got a billion or trillion dollars and you want to dress up like a bat or vigilante and beat the shit out of people. But we're one bad day away from being what a lot of people fear. Like growing up, never had a fear of like, oh, man, what happens if I lose my job? What happens if I lose my house? What happens if I lose my family? Right. But seeing these shows that I used to love, so like Stoop Kid is a very big thing. Like, oh my gosh. You've oh, got yeah. Stoop Kid, you got Pigeon Man, um, you've got fucking Dino Spumoni after he is washed up and gone. Uh, what is the baseball player? Oh, fuck. Ooh, I, can't, I can't remember. I can't remember that. You could be fucking Oscar, right? You could be any of these characters that aren't technically main characters that have lost their way and that's why they've ended up here. And one thing that I've absolutely been terrified of as I've grown older is being a pigeon man, not in a sense where I'm surrounded by pigeons, but what happened to his family? But don't you want to be surrounded by pigeons? I've listened. I've been trying to talk to my wife into letting me buy pigeons for quite some time. And it's not working out for me. That's all I've ever wanted is a little kids, a little fucking hey, pigeon. You know it. what they say though? Pigeons. It's the gateway to buying pterodactyls. And that's what they say. I'm pretty sure that's why she says. You can't that. make this stuff up. No, you, you know? can't. I heard it it's on the internet science. one time, so it's science pitch. Um, if you think about it, people people want to feel connected, and yeah. so if you don't feel connected with people, you'll find that connection elsewhere. Mm -hmm. And that's really what it comes down to it. Like, you're not turning into Pigeon Man; you're wanting connection, and that just makes you human, just like Vincent. And whether your connections with birds, like Pigeon Man, or other things, family, friends, food, whatever your connection is, that's what you want. And that's what yeah. you need. Absolutely. And it's not it's not so much that I'm afraid of losing. It's, it's like I'm like, what what took it to turn him that way, to turn him completely against people? Wasn't an attack like like because he mentions it. He was like, I just understood pigeons better as a kid. I, I love birds. He was like, that's all I wanted to be around. But you walk around like like I talked about it when I was up in Charlotte and when you guys land basing me for not saying hi uh, and we'd see it in Orlando. <laughs> to slide that one over this that's that's uh julian one sean one ty still zero uh just keep in count keep You're the score shut up. ty's gonna have to run around naked oh shit i mean he's We're already skunk him nobody's wearing pants anyways boys so that's all true. we're seeing is you know nips and well we haven't seen any nips yet well i i am seeing Part ty's two. wiener right now Ooh. and if you uh if you want to send him your wiener don't forget <laughs> the email that we listed above <laughs> Right, right and that email address right, right will there. be in the description. Yes. Below. Um, but it's just seeing like you, you, you drive through any major metropolitan area. You see the homeless situation. Sometimes, depending on where you're at, it's massive. Sometimes it's very small. Uh, being in Orlando, it's it was a lot more than I saw when I was in Charlotte. And they are super aggressive in Orlando. Like to the point, I think a heat has a lot to do with it. Because when you're outside all day and you're fucking your noodles baking all day, I would be angry too. Um, but it's just like that, that scene alone, like I didn't notice that when I was a kid, but it's just like looking at that now, like what was the final straw for him? What was the thing that broke the pigeons back that sent him over the edge? And he was like, fuck it. I'm done with people. All I want to deal with is just my birds on the top of I got something in my eye. It's not a tear, but it's uh, you know, it's just I'm not crying. You're crying. 
Well, once we get to the next episode, I'm pretty sure one of us or all three of us oh, is going to cry. We'll all have points on the board. If Ty doesn't cry, then uh, he's definitely getting skunked. Well, I'm writing, the, I'm writing the points down and he's not getting any points tonight, boys. So we're, uh, we're good. Yeah. <laughs> to, to answer your question, uh, that I feel like that's tied to what Pigeon Man says to Arnold right before he leaves. Like he thanks Arnold for teaching him that some people can be trusted. Yes. Like he had to feel so alone that there was no one he could trust mm-hmm. that he then turned to the birds. He then turned to the pigeons because no one else was willing to connect with him. Yeah. If he had someone like Arnold back then, maybe. And maybe he doesn't live there. Maybe he just is there all the time to take care of the birds. But mm-hmm. maybe he lives elsewhere. We don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so all the birds surround him and grab what you think are buttons but are actually rings that are tied to his jacket and they fly off. And, and that creepypasta you are, I feel like you are coming on to is that Vincent actually committed suicide, but Arnold couldn't understand that. So he just envisioned him flying away instead. Oh dude, that's a lot deeper than I thought you were going to go. Now I'm really going to cry. Ty, thank you. (laughs) Well, luckily this is what he does. Well, luckily Craig Try doing this every week with him. (laughs) You cry. All the time. All, All the, the time. time. Uh, but Craig Barlett debunked that several times. Like he saw on Reddit. And so he kept going on Reddit and debunking it. But people mm-hmm. just want to believe what they want to believe. So yeah. he actually got onto like, I think it was like a BuzzFeed interview. And he goes, I wish people would stop saying like Bird Pigeon Man killed himself. He's going to be in my movie. The, yeah. So he actually comes back and, hey, Arnold, the jungle movie. That movie made me cry too. I'm just going to put it out there. A movie made me cry. <laughs> well, we still got to cover it. So. Yeah. But, but yeah, like the little last thing he says is always wash your berries before you eat them. And fly towards them. It's pronounced testicles. All right. Like, (laughs) let's just, let's be mature humans. Let's be mature humans. All right. Don't call nuts. Don't call berries. Yes. Always wash your berries. Sean's at two, Ty's at zero. (laughs) Oh, Ty. If this is soccer, you're fucked. No, Lou. I'll come back. So as we uh, as we start to wind down here, man, I would love to know you guys' thoughts, where you would rank this as far as I don't want to say against Hey Arnold episodes because you guys have only done a couple on your show. And this is the first time I've done any kind of review. I try to stay away from these because it's very hard to not only give you a, an unbiased opinion, but you pick these episodes because you have a bias towards them. Right. So it's, it's very hard for me to just sit back and look and hit it for what it's worth vice, what I'm taking from this. Um, but I would love to know you guys as two two thoughts on the episodes, what you guys took away from it and, and what do you think as far as this episode goes, as far as legacy or whatever you want to call it, whatever douchey word you want to put out there and say, where does this one stand as far as messages, stories, episodes, where does this one sit for you guys in Hey Arnold? So I, I approach these episodes like I do whiskey. I, I don't have a, this is an absolute favorite. This is what I'm always going to want to go to. I appreciate what each one can bring to the table. It's like, I, I don't have this one dish. I don't like my kid just want Walmart cake. No, I appreciate what different cakes can bring to the table. Uh, so I, I love like, a, I, I appreciate a global cuisine. So say your kid's got a point, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Teddy, Teddy I love you. <laughs> Teddy, if you're listening to this, Daddy loves you. I so uh, badly want Ty to get skunked, but I don't know. <laughs> he, he has said a lot of gems just now. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? But, <laughs> Keep him but at yeah, zero. So, so <laughs> Pigeon Man, I feel like, has That's a already. legacy to it because it definitely depicts uh, really the fallacy of man is that you, ref- you want connection, but you refuse to connect with people based mm-hmm. off biases. 
And I think that that's a, a classic timeless tale to tell. Yes. Beautiful. What the hell am I, what the hell am I supposed to say after that? <laughs> I mean, Show your nips. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, is this a live Reddit poll? Do we want right or left? I'm not seeing any votes come through. <laughs> I, I I'm very confused think, about I the platforming here. I think that's what it means for to say both. Both is good. You know, I, I, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think Ty hit a lot of good points, and I think um, it helps define the difference between being alone and, and loneliness. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think I think we often kind of conflate those words, um, but that human connection piece, Ty. I think I think you really hit home there, and it's something now more than ever that we've been wanting to lean into, just given the circumstances of the times of the earth, as it were. The circumstances. Um, the cir- circumstances. What did I say? Oh, did no, I'm just cum? saying, like, that's, that's, oh. that's literally like, if this was, <laughs> I thought it was a cum fit, joke. I like, always think it's a cum <laughs> joke. <laughs> Never know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sprinkler, um, ladies and gentlemen, sprinkler. The, the sprinkler. The viscosity of this lollygag sprinkler is the message I took away from this episode. There's cum everywhere, ladies and gentlemen. There is cum everywhere. <laughs> In, internal cum. I felt a lot of elation. <laughs> Remember that scene uh, in Dumb and Dumber where he's taking a shit and the toilet breaks and then he's like, there's shit everywhere, all over the walls, walls? (laughs) everywhere. (laughs) There's literally cum all over the walls. Yes. Um, The Bob Saget rest in peace shit everywhere. I really, (laughs) man, I hope this doesn't bar us from any kind of sponsorship deals. Um. We beg for sponsors every episode, and yeah. uh, I'm, it's I'm one of my realizing that. <laughs> yes, we're we're just going to drive this into the ground. Yeah. <laughs> that's, the, that's the idea, right, Ty? Exactly. All right, we can so, get canceled. We've won. <laughs> I cook for a living. They really can't cancel me. I'd love to stay home more, uh, as long as I got a paycheck. But nonetheless, man. So some of the things I took from this. Uh, one, I think Hey Arnold started the trend of hating pineapple on pizza. I really think that's where it started. I, I, I'm going to disagree with you there because he doesn't say he doesn't like it. He says it's strange. He goes, oh, this is strange. Like he's not disgusted. He's seeding like, is- the future generations. That's what he's doing. Is this a weird thing to say? Yes. Most people hate or yes, probably it will be. <laughs> Most people hate or love pineapple on pizza. I think it's fine. I do too. I enjoy it. I, it's like, I don't go out of my way, but if I see it, I'm like, eh, I want I, to see Julian. Thank you. You make me feel so validated. I will <laughs> try I working will with admit, this guy. I used to be a pineapple hater. It was mm-hmm. one of those things where it's like, you want to put pepperoni in a fruit cocktail. Why are you putting pineapple on a pizza? But it's what I found is what I really don't like is I don't like when the pineapple's baked into the pizza, because mm-hmm. then you get the pineapple juice. So now you have pineapple bread uh-huh. with marinara. And it's like, if you just top it with pineapple after it's been baked, it's not soaking the bread, and I feel like you can then appreciate the flavor. So you're at negative one points right now. That's what I'm getting at. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. You're I'll only winning if this is golf tie. And guess what? It's not. Because golf has balls, and this podcast is about testicles. Right? <laughs> <laughs> that's called a callback. They said it couldn't be done, but it was done. Um, you know, so obviously these these two takes that I'm going to have are completely just fucking just try to make a joke but the pineapple one i thought was really funny especially in today's day and cl- today's day and age and climate where you, if you see somebody post a pizza and it's got ham and pineapple jesus christ buckle up ladies and gentlemen because it's going to get rough for at least the first thousand comments um some of them are pretty funny some of them are just really mean the other one i i thought of was when you, we you had mentioned it earlier about 
Arnold sending a pigeon over to tell Gerald. And I got to say, not only did he seed future generations for the do I eat it? Do I not eat it? Pineapple discussion debate of the uh, the next century. But it was also, man, did Arnold start the hipster movement? I mean, you get this sense of he's got this grungy era. Obviously, it was done during that era. But it's you see all of this shit popping up, especially during COVID, man. I don't know how many people I saw starting to make sourdough bread when COVID started. It's just like, what the where did all these girl genes come from? Why am I seeing so many testicles everywhere? Why am I seeing so much sourdough? Why? And I wonder yourself a point real quick, because you just leveled up. You said the word that you didn't want to say. And I'm proud of you. It was very mature of you. I Thank you very mature. I feel like we've covered a lot of ground here, boys. Um, <laughs> my mom would for sure be proud. Uh, dad, not so much. He's always disliked me. But <clears throat> so you're saying you were confused at how football heads became so popular. Yeah, I really wonder, man. It's just it's like obviously, like I said, those two were jokes. But looking at this from a real sense, like a real person just giving an honest opinion, man, it's I don't see this episode. I don't save that bird. Right. I don't see this episode. Then I don't watch this episode 20 plus years later. I don't talk to you guys. We don't sit here and have a honest discussion about what this show really means. Like the messages this show put through on a week to week basis to kids. And you watch that as an adult. You're like, holy fuck. Not only does this shit hold up, there is a message here that crosses generations. It crosses gender. It crosses fucking nationality. I mean, you could literally take this and put it and plug and play anywhere in the world. And I think somebody is going to take the positives from this that, Hey man, we're not all that different. You know, we're not all that everything that separates us isn't just something like, Oh man, you look the way you look, you sound the way you sound all this other, we're the same thing yet. We can be pigeon man, but we can be Arnold. Right. It's just. Yeah. You can, you can be alone or you can bring hope. Yes. You know, um, like I said, boys, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to continue this talk over on uh, the Whiskey Lodeon podcast. Now we're going to be covering Arnold's Christmas. Boys, this has been a fucking blast, man. I know this is only part one of the second part or vice versa or companion piece, whatever you want to call this. This has been a real treat, man. I knew listening to you guys for the last couple of months, weeks, whatever it's been that I felt like we would vibe pretty well. I think we did a pretty good job, even though Ty's losing. Um, but I think, <laughs> I think we've covered quite a bit of ground. We're all winning here. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, if you look at my scoreboard, your son is winning. Oh, He's, on the board. <laughs> He's on the board. He's on the board, and I don't think it's going to get any better. Maybe and he's not even here. Where is he, Ty? How Walmart. is he not here? Eating Walmart cake. He's eating. He's in Walmart eating Walmart cake. Wow. Well, before we wrap up, I, I, I'm going to ask this. Uh, did you watch Rugrats growing up as well? I watched them when I got a little bit older. I didn't watch them. Uh, so I was born in 89. So we didn't really watch. I was a without, like I said, without Hey Arnold, I would be a Cartoon Network kid through and through. Hey Arnold is what brought me back. And that led me into so many shows. So I didn't see it as a little kid growing up, but I did see it yeah, maybe preteen teenage time. Okay. Because Craig Bartlett was one of the like head mm-hmm. writers of Rugrats. Oh, yeah. So. What do you think he took from Rugrats that he then put into Hey Arnold? And what do you think he had himself that he was like, I want to put this in my own show? 
I want to say real world experiences just because every like being a new dad and seeing seeing all the shit I've seen and then hearing the stories because it's kind of hard saying I take my honest opinion and say that because it's been I'm very like I said I'm very malleable so I've had so many of these guys and gals on that have worked on these shows and I've heard their perspectives and I don't know what's my perspective anymore while looking at that show and looking at the shows he's put on or it's stuff that I've heard that I now see like oh fuck why didn't I see that? So I don't really know if it's my perspective anymore, if, if that helps. So, okay, so I want to say real world expect or real world, um, real world shit going on, I guess, is what I mean, making it for kids or making it for people, I guess. It's relatable, right? I mean, I it's think relatable. he he created Rugrats and that became the heart of Nickelodeon. And then he made Hey Arnold and that kind of became the soul. Yeah. Damn, I need to step up my points. Yeah, because uh, Sean's at three now. Sorry, Ty. Suck it, Ty. <laughs> oh, oh, did I say sorry? I meant suck it. I saw him slurring a lot. <laughs> Sometimes I mean suck it and I'm say sorry. Uh, I'm an apologetic drunk. What can you say? <laughs> the Canadian part of you. So how do we get both of these in at one time? That's Straws. Just... Double straw. Lady and tramp it. Wait, that's what spaghetti we, and we, yes, <laughs> yes. Spaghetti and meat testicles. Yes. yes. <laughs> meat uh, Ty, you were alluding to something. What What is that thing that they brought over from the both shows? Well, I definitely think it brings a lot of heart that each character has their own followables. Like there, you have the strengths of Tommy, but he also has weaknesses. You mm-hmm. have Chucky, Phil, and Lil. Like they all have something, and I feel like he does that really well. And Hey Arnold to another level to the point that like Harold is a total piece of shit, mm-hmm. but he's scared of Helga. Helga is a bully, but she's in love. Why? Mm-hmm. Because she has never felt seen. And then what she could be seen was by being the bully to protect herself. And it's, it's very humanizing. It's, it's, it's one of those things where it's like Rugrats, it was fun adventures. And he took that heart of the adventure, but then gave it soul. Yes. Flaw in the characters. When you can see yourself in these characters, I think this show speaks leaps and bounds. I mean, uh, like, like I said, this, this has been a real treat, man. I can't wait to pick it up here in just a second, man. Uh, any last words, where can folks go and find you guys? Uh, obviously the links will be in the, in the description below. Um, but where would you like us to send people if they say, Hey man, I like that shit you do. I like the stuff you write. I like the stuff you say, I love your podcast. Where can they find you guys? They can find us on Instagram and Facebook at whiskey Lodian, and you can download whiskey Lodian wherever you get your podcasts. And Sean, you got any messages or anything you want to put out there? I mean, you've, like I said, you're fucking controlling the scoreboard right now. It's three to one to one. So, and Ty's got I just want to say thank you. This has yeah, been this a so blast. Fun, um, your backdrop, uh, I have, we haven't even talked about that. Like, I am just nerding out. Like, if I'm not making eye contact, it's because I'm looking at Michelangelo back there. There's a lot of Ninja Turtles back there, and I am a huge fan. So, so thank you for being who you are. Oh, no problem, man. Then this is all going to change. Uh, you'll hear it first on this episode when it drops, man. Uh, so we're going to do on the back wall here. <clears throat> we're going to take that and we're going to gut it out. And then I'm going to paint it all white from the top up. And then every character that I've ever loved from any show, I'm actually going to project on the wall. I'm going to trace it, draw it, paint it. So we're going to have a mural of every fucking cartoon character I can possibly fit. And it's probably a good four and a half feet to the ceiling. So it's going to go all up. And then the the dynamics kind of going to change because I've got some more soundproofing. So it's going to get a lot better than it is. I love this stuff, but with anything, time kind of changes and you kind of want 
you want it to, when I come in here, I feel like I'm a kid again, right? I see all the, all the shit. My wife calls it a sickness. Uh, I see all the shit that I've collected throughout the years. And I'm sorry. You have a passion. Oh, what a <laughs> sickness. <laughs> oh, she's a great person though. It's funny. Cause it's, it's like, all right, we need to not buy so many pops and, uh, and, this is the last year. She's like, don't buy so many pops. I'm like, okay. And then she gets me one like two weeks later for my birthday. I'm like, I, I thought you said no, no, no more. What's going on here? And she's like, well, I said you, not me. I was like, got it. <laughs> she's got a point. <laughs> All right, man. Well, uh, like I said, this has been a blast. Make sure you go and check over the next, uh, the next episode, because I guess we're going to be covering Arnold's Christmas, man. He's been Ty. He's been Sean. I almost did. I've been Julian because I usually don't have three folks on at one time, including myself. Uh, but he's been time and he's been Sean. I've been Julian. This has been a What's My Hit podcast. And this has been another piece of your childhood. Good night. My guest next week is Tom Cito. Enjoy this teaser. Uh, so with with him being recast, is yeah. the other cast members the same? I mean, was it always Eddie Murphy, Cameron Diaz and Jonathan? Yeah. Yeah. It was always Eddie Murphy. Um, the scene where where uh, Shrek and Donkey are walking, and they're talking about ogres. Ogres are like onions. Yeah. What? He says, "Don't you not waffle?" He says, "You know, no, they have layers." You know, that's like one of the oldest scenes. That was like written six years I think before the movie came out, and 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 all the changes and all the, the fixes and and revisions they went through. That scene stayed. It always stayed all the way through which was nice you know um with with lord farquhar um he was originally i i, I think they, they were looking at a few people they were looking at william shatner they were looking at a few other actors and all to, uh, about it and uh they you know they went up with the with i think john lithgow did the voice yeah John lithgow. what's funny is that is that uh, i actually named lord farquhar yeah yeah, 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 for quite. Because his original, uh, uh, in the first draft script, his name was Evil Lord Hamilton. And I was like, well, that's nice, but Hamilton's not funny. You know, it's a nice name, but it's not funny. And I actually had a grad student in, in my class in college uh, uh, named Mark Farquhar. And, and, and I said, Farquhar is funny. <laughs> Farquhar is a good name. <laughs> and, and actually, you know, Mark really loves it and everything. He's he's a professor now himself, and mm. he answers his phone like you know, even Lord Farquhar. 